0: Time for the Milwaukee Health segment. Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin, and he is with us live in the studio. Dr. Raymond, thank you so much for being here.
1: Glad to be here, John. Thanks.
0: So February is American Heart Month, and we thought it'd be a really cool idea to cover some of the myths about heart disease. I guess let's start with diet. Some people, I've heard this, believe that eating eggs every day isn't healthy and will raise your cholesterol level. Is that true?
1: No, that's a myth, believe it or not. And I used to avoid eggs as well, so this might be a surprise to people. But for most folks, eggs are healthy and a great source of nutrition. A typical egg contains 6 grams of protein, some micronutrients, only 75 calories, and 5 grams of healthy fat. Um, So for most people, the 200 milligrams of cholesterol in an egg actually doesn't move the needle Mm. on their cholesterol so it's okay to eat a single egg or even two each day. And as always, consult with your doctor first about your specific situation.
2: And so, so much you can do for heart health. We were talking about cardiovascular uh, training last week or just being active and, and getting up and, and moving and getting that circulation. But as it pertains to diet, Dr. Raymond, what role does fat play? Are, are all fats bad for your heart?
1: Um, it's a partial myth that fats are bad for you. Um, bad fats do raise your cholesterol level and increase your cardiac risk. So there are two kinds of bad fats. Trans fats or partially hydrogenated artificial vegetable oils or saturated fats that you get from eating red meat and animal products. And those are um, they're bad for you. So these are typically found in baked goods, processed foods, and meat products. Now, good fats um, can actually... Um, reduce your risk risk of heart disease. And those would be omega-3 or omega-6 fatty acids that are mostly found in fatty fish, seeds, nuts, and plant oils that are liquid at room temperature.
2: So if you're looking at fat content, if you pick up a can and you look at the back and you're looking at nutrition facts, saturated fat is usually different than total fat, but is it the saturated fat that you should sort of focus on as a maybe a, a decision maker on if you're going to have that or not?
1: Yeah. So, again, you don't want to have partially hydrogenated or trans fats or saturated fats. So those would be what you would look out for.
2: All right.
0: We hear advertisements all the time that talk about heart health. Superfoods, something that's often talked about as being able to prevent heart disease. Is that true?
1: Um, Partially true. (laughs) So uh, foods like walnuts, beets, blueberries, pomegranates, and fish— can reduce your risk of heart disease, but they won't completely eliminate it. So including colorful fruits and vegetables and fatty fish in your diet is a, is a healthy idea. Um, also oils that are healthy, such as safflower, grapeseed, flaxseed, sunflower, poppy seed, and soybean mm-hmm. oil mm-hmm. are good. And some fatty fishes that are good for you would be salmon, herring, sardines, although not too much salt in the sardines. Mm-hmm. And mackerel; those have a uh, good fat content.
2: You know, it, it was it, salmon. I know can help with cholesterol as well. There, there's HDL cholesterol. There's LDL cholesterol. It could remind our fans which one is more. It, it's it, it's okay if you have a little bit of this versus the other, and how you can lower, or maybe your diet can help lower your cholesterol levels. Yeah,
1: the diet can help you lower your overall cholesterol level, and it's the LDL cholesterol that you really want to drive down. Um HDL is generally good, so you want that to go up. But the most important thing is the ratio between your high-density lipoprotein or HDL, the good cholesterol, and then the LDL, which is the bad cholesterol.
0: Dr. John Raymond is with us in the studio talking about myths related to heart disease. Is it true that if you have coronary artery disease, Dr. Raymond, you should take it easy?
1: No, it's actually not true for most people. And again, you want to consult with your doctor about your situation, but for most people with heart disease, if you have a sedentary lifestyle, that's that's bad. Uh, being sedentary can decondition your heart and your blood vessels, and it can actually accelerate the progression of atherosclerosis and worsen hypertension. It can even predispose you to blood clots. So a supervised exercise regimen uh, is really one of the most important lifestyle modifications that people with heart disease can do to protect themselves.
2: So how vigorous should that exercise Plan B, is it true that you need two or three hours of vigorous exercise to ensure that your heart remains healthy?
1: You know, that's good. But for most people, it's a myth and not really achievable to do two to three hours of vigorous exercise each week. I think the most important thing that people should remember is that you have health benefits for your heart from even moderate levels of exercise. And these could include taking a walk with your dog, raking leaves, vacuuming taking uh, the stairs instead of going uh, on an elevator, all those things can benefit you. So if you can do 20 to 30 minutes of moderate exercise a day, like the things I just described, even broken up into two or three segments, you're going to have very significant heart health benefits.
0: Dr. Raymond, many folks think taking vitamins and supplements can help lower your risk of heart disease. True or myth?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, right now it's a myth. And I'll say I used to take vitamin E, Um, And what what the American Heart Association says is there's currently no scientific evidence that shows any heart benefit for consuming vitamins and antioxidants like vitamin C, vitamin E, beta carotene, quercetin, selenium, you name it. There's a whole list of those, coenzyme Q. But if you take foods that are enriched in those antioxidant substances, you actually can reduce your heart risk of heart disease. Mm -hmm. And so there's something magical about eating food that contains those substances that we can't recapitulate with a pill.
2: I'm going to ask you about gender as well. There is a common perception that heart disease is more of a man's issue. Is that true?
1: It's not. That's a myth. It's um, really surprising. But more women die from heart disease in the U.S., than men and it's been that way every year for the last 40 years. Um, So women and men both have very significant cardiac risk and for women that risk increases when they become postmenopausal and so a lot of the cardiac deaths in women happen after the age of 65 and the symptoms of heart disease and coronary artery disease in women are generally the same as they are in men but they can be much more subtle. Um, So neck, jaw, shoulder, upper back, and even belly pain can be a symptom Mm. of heart disease in women, shortness of breath, pain in one or both arms, nausea, vomiting, lightheadedness, sweating. And what seems to be different about women is that there doesn't necessarily need to be an exercise-induced component, that these symptoms that occur at rest could Mm -hmm. be warning signs that they could be having heart disease.
0: Great information. Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin. Dr. Raymond, thank you so much.
1: Thanks, John and Greg.